0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers and UFOs. That's correct, Aaron Rodgers and UFOs. Now, a lot of you probably know Aaron Rodgers is a famous NFL quarterback, played for Green Bay Packers for many years. Now he's playing for the New York Jets. And he has spoken uh, again about his experience of seeing a UFO. It's pretty interesting, actually. The article comes to us from today.com. Title says, Aaron Rodgers recaps alleged UFO sighting. We just stood there in disbelief. Let me just point out the word alleged they're using here. And then it says, he says the spotting happened in 2005. Once again, they're using the phrase he says. So they're making this conditional. The article is written by Randy Richardson dated September 6, 2023. Aaron Rodgers says he and two others witnessed a UFO sighting nearly 20 years ago. The New York Jets quarterback recounted what happened in an episode of HBO's Hard Knocks, saying he was at his college teammate Steve Levy's house in 2005 when they saw a UFO. Rogers remembers what happened moments before he saw a large object in the sky. I was getting out of bed, Rogers says. I heard this alarm in the distance going off. It just didn't seem like normal, and I heard some rustling downstairs, so I got up, walked downstairs, It's a beautiful night, and Steve and his brother and I walk outside, and up in the clouds, we heard this sound, and we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky. It was like a scene out of Independence Day. When the ships are coming into the atmosphere, they're creating this kind of explosion-type fire in the sky, he says. We just saw this incredibly large object and froze as anybody would. Roger says what they saw eventually went away, but the three of them stayed in place and didn't utter a word. He said 30 seconds later, they heard what sounded like fighter jets. And again, we just stood there in disbelief for another few minutes, he says. Nobody said a word, and we all kind of looked at each other. Like, did we just see what we think we just saw? What was that? He says they tried to go to sleep maybe 20 minutes later. You're still not really sleeping, he says. You just experienced this bizarre experience. We looked in the papers and online the next few days, and there was nothing about it. Today.com spoke to Levy, who said every single thing that Aaron said about the encounter was 100% authentic, except for one thing. Rogers said it happened at Levy's home in New Jersey when the home was, in fact, in New York. Spottings of unidentified flying objects reported by military planes from 2004 to 2021 were at 144 cases to a 2021 report released by the Office of Director of National Intelligence. Now, right there, they did something that I think is kind of, I don't know. It could be lazy reporting, or it just could be a little bit of uh, misinformation. They're taking these 144 cases that were reported to the DNI and, and kind of making it seem like, oh, hey, there were 144 UFO cases reported in those 17 years, which, of course, we know is not the fact. Thousands of cases are reported. Uh, you got MUFON and Newfork and all these other places where you can report these things out. So people just aren't reporting their UFO sightings to the DNI. Rogers did not indicate whether he saw what whether what he saw was one of the one hundred and forty four reported cases and the report does not disclose locations. So what they've done there is they've tried to limit the impact of Rogers' story. We know that what Rogers scene is not that uncommon. Lots of people have had these experiences, and lots more than hundred and forty four people have had these sorts of experiences over that seventeen year time frame. It goes on and says he says he researched UFOs on his own and thinks they are often around nuclear energy, volcanoes or power plants. The siren or alarm had been from a nuclear power plant, which was about nine miles away, he says. See, he was in his bed sleeping or trying to go to sleep. And he hears that nuclear power plant alarm go off nine miles away. That's what woke him up. So we have to assume this was either in response to that UFO or in response to something serious that had occurred to that nuclear power plant. Maybe the UFO is just there to check it out. Roger says he can't confirm it was for sure a UFO, but it was definitely flying. Well, he didn't identify it, so I guess it was unidentified. Steve and I, great friends, teammates, and also witness whatever the hell it was. I don't know, he says. It was definitely flying. It was definitely a large object. Now, even though it doesn't tell us the size of this thing, it sounds like it was uh, monstrous, to say the least, as far as the size goes. Let's take a look look at another article here. This is from Marketplace, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. It says, Aaron Rodgers recounts a UFO encounter on final episode of Hard Knocks, written by J.D. Radcliffe, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This was published September 6, 2023. So you can see his story is getting a little bit of press. It says, you didn't think Hard Knocks would sign off without one more Aaron Rodgers story, did you? The final installment of HBO's five-episode New York Jets season spent most of his time on the Jets making final roster cuts as they head into the 2023 NFL season. But one interlude focused on a different skybound vessel entirely with Aaron Rodgers describing a 2005 UFO encounter. Rodgers has spoken about the phenomenon before, notably in 2016. The segment started with Rogers asking Jet security head Robert Mastrati to grant practice field access for Rogers' former college teammate. He played with me at Cal and I saw a UFO at his house, Rogers casually dropped into the conversation. In an on camera interview, Rogers explained that the friend, Steve Levy, was hosting Rogers at his New Jersey home in 2005, around the time of the NFL draft in New York City. And Rogers was getting into bed when he heard an alarm in the distance. Of course, that alarm was the uh, nuclear power plant nine miles away. Steve and his brother and I walked outside and up in the clouds. We heard the sound and we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky, Rogers explained. It was like a scene out of Independence Day when the ships were coming into the atmosphere and creating this explosion-like fire in the sky. We just saw this incredibly large object and froze, as anybody would. Eventually, it went out of sight, and nobody said a word. We just stood frozen, the three of us, on the, on the front stoop of Steve's house, and about 30 seconds later, we heard the real recognizable sound of fighter jets. It seemed to be chasing this object, and we just stood there in disbelief for, for another few minutes. Rogers, who said the experience launched a lifelong interest in UFOs, figures the siren he heard was from the nuclear power plant nine miles away. He said many UFO sightings take place around the source of energy, like power plants and volcanoes, whatever the hell it was, I don't know, Roger said, but it was definitely unidentified, definitely flying and definitely a large object. Well, that's a very interesting sighting. There's just no way around that. And it's, and it's, it's a celebrity sighting, sighting of course. Um, and he's right about this whole thing with the connection between uh, UFOs and, and nuclear power plants, nuclear installations. If we go here to uh, the history.com, this article's dated June 23rd, 2019. I won't get into the whole article. It's got a little bit of... It It sources uh, Louis Elizondo and some other people, and I won't get into the whole thing with Tom DeLong, but it's, it's got their mention in here. But it gets down to some more important stuff, and then it says things like the one subheading, the UF nuclear connection began at the dawn of the Atomic Age. Nuclear adjacent sightings go back decades, says Robert Hastings, a UFO researcher and author of the book UFOs and Nukes. Extraordinary encounters at nuclear weapon sites. Hastings says he interviewed more than 160 veterans who have witnessed strange things in the skies around nuclear sites. You have objects being tracked on radar performing at speeds that no object on Earth can perform, Hastings said. You have witnesses, military personnel, you have jet pilots. Witnesses to these incidents are often highly trained personnel with top security clearances. In recent years, their reports have been corroborated by sophisticated technology. In late 1948, green fireballs were reported in the skies near atomic laboratories in in Los Alamos and Sandia, New Mexico, where the atomic bomb was first developed and tested. A declassified FBI document from the 1950s mentions flying saucers measuring almost 50 feet in diameter near the Los Alamos labs. And Knapp has interviewed more than a dozen workers from the Nevada Desert Atomic Test Site where scores of A-bombs were detonated in the post-World War II years. He says they told him UFO activity was so commonplace there, employees were assigned to monitor the activity. Well, they certainly knew it wasn't the Russians or the Chinese in 1950. In the 1960s and 70s, repeated UFO sightings emerged at Maelstrom Air Force Base in Montana, a storage site for nuclear-tipped intercontinental ballistic missiles. At one such alleged sighting in 1967, former Air Force Captain Robert Solis says several of those missiles became inoperative at the same time. Base security reported seeing a glowing red object about 30 feet in diameter hovering over the facility. Salas, who commanded ICBMs as a launch officer and later worked in the aerospace industry and at the Federal Aviation Administration, told CNN the missiles began going into what's called a no-go condition or unlaunchable. Well, if they could make them unlaunchable, couldn't they make them launchable? Observers can only speculate about the origin of these unexplained phenomena, but their repeated proximity to sensitive defense sites connected to our nation's most powerful weapons has raised the question of whether they might originate from adversaries, known or unknown. Now, look, we have to be adult about this. This is way past uh, Russia and China. Uh, th- this, these actors are people that we have no clue who they are. Now, the same thing is going on over here in Japan. If we go to this article from the New York Post, uh, it stated September 5th, 2023, Japan is full of UFO hotspots, and they all have this in common. Japan has become one of the world's biggest hotspots to see a UFO, according to newly declassified Pentagon documents dating back to 1996. Wow. Leave it to DOD to throw some shade on Japan. This new government information and simplified map, part of the Department of the Defense Department's freshly unveiled online Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena reporting system, highlights southern Japan as one of the Earth's most popular regions where UFOs have been sighted. Since 2020, the Japanese military has also been instructed to take photos and record all that is inexplicable in the skies. Japanese most popular sighting areas throughout the island nation all have one distinct commonality a major nuclear incident. So these things are interested in nuclear weapon sites and nuclear power plants and nuclear disasters. And of course, they're finding them all around Fukushima. Further north, another town in the Fukushima prefecture, famously known for its nuclear power plant meltdown, brought on by a 2011 tsunami. And not just a tsunami, by the way, a poorly designed nuclear reactor placed next to the ocean where tsunamis happen at. So this was the height of human incompetence. That's what resulted in the Fukushima disaster. And now, of course, they're dumping all that contaminated water into the oceans next door to China. You can imagine the Chinese are not happy about this. The small and rural neighborhood of Lino has become a tourist destination as its nearby pyramid-shaped Mount Singamori has been known for many UFO sightings, unexplained lights, and mysterious events according to a government tourism guide yes leave it to the japanese to turn it into a tourist attraction and then finally i want to finish up here with this uh, article from 2020 we've talked about this a little bit before but getting back into these nuclear missile sites this is from the dailybeast.com it's dated january 20th 2020 so three and a half years ago it says are the mystery drone swarms lingering near nuclear missile silos are the mystery drone swarms lingering near nuclear missile silos. Quite a title because it turns out it looks like they definitely were. The strange flying objects have been spotted near F. E. Warren Air Force Base in Wyoming, which houses enough nuclear intercontinental ballistic missiles to wipe out several cities. Article written by Corey Hutchins and David Axe. Like I said, published january 20, twenty twenty. Now they've got a they've got an illustration of some sort here of four or five drones flying in formation. Uh, that's not a picture they took of uh, what was going on over there. We don't know what these things were. They're calling them drones. They're Actually, they're UFOs. For weeks, mysterious unidentified flying objects over the Eastern Plains region of Colorado have vexed residents, law enforcement, the military and state and federal officials. So your whole power structure there, unable to protect you, unable to do their job, unable to provide security of our airspace. Why do we have them then? You have to take your shoes off to get on an airplane. But these guys can't track a drone in the sky. Can't track a bunch of drones in the sky next to a giant nuclear missile base. I don't know, man. Sounds pretty bad to me. Those who see them say they appear in the night sky, often several at a time. Their locations marked by the light they emit. Audibly buzzing, they hover and maneuver in precise formations. Wouldn't you think they'd have enough sense to turn the light off? Unless, of course, they want you to see the light? The mystery of their origin has gripped Colorado, where news of a sighting makes near-daily headlines, and no one has yet copped to operating the aircraft. The state's governor, Jared Polis, deployed the state plane to hunt them down after a pilot believed one of the objects came too close to a flight-for-life helicopter, and a constellation of government agencies has formed a task force to get to the bottom of the mystery. Yeah, once again... They're making a conditional. You got a pilot. He's flying one of these life flight helicopters. You got people on board who are in bad shape trying to get him to the hospital. He says, Hey, one of these things almost hit me. And how does a reporter report this? Well, he says, He says, Well, he was a pilot who almost crashed into one of these things. So it's a little beyond he says, okay? Wow. And the article goes on down here. It says, representatives from 77 agencies, including the military and the FBI, met for a closed-door briefing in the small town of Brush on January 6th. The group is not going to discuss the details of its inner workings, and it is not planning to provide incremental updates on its activities, said Ian Grigger, a Federal Aviation Administration spokesman based in Los Angeles, told the Daily Base, but we will inform the public about any important developments. Yeah. Yeah, they will. The development of them getting paid, because I don't think anything was ever found out about this. I don't think a single person was ever arrested or investigated or anything. As far as I know, these UFOs that they insist on calling drones came into our airspace regularly, methodically for a period of weeks. People were told by the sheriff not to shoot him down. I remember that, you know, that, that's federal fence. You can't shoot a drone. But our own military seemed incapable of protecting our nuclear site from these things. If they can't even do that, then what good does it do you to take your shoes off going through an airport before you get on an airplane? Can you see the games we're playing with you? Can you see how we're being manipulated? How we're being talked down to? What would, what would be the reason for this? Some, observer, some observers believe the UFOs could be alien visitors. Other locals say what they've been seeing are merely quadcopter-style drones. Well, we don't know because we have no pictures. We have no pictures. Uh, none of these things have been taken out of the environment. None of them have been shot down. Uh, you know, you have to be careful how, do you, how you get out of a car these days when you get pulled over by a cop. But these things are allowed, these machines are allowed to fly with impunity over our nuclear missile base. What's going on here? Unless, of course, people and industry aren't the target, some of the counties where drones have been spotted do butt up against F.E. Warren Air Force Base in neighboring Wyoming. There, airmen at the base man and protect around 200 underground silos housing Minuteman nuclear intercontinental ballistic missiles, each packing enough firepower to wipe out several cities. So, there you have it. Fleets of these drones, as they call them, ufos whatever you call them flying around western colorado western nebraska eastern uh, colorado and when people ask about it they're told to set up they're told to sit down shut up don't point a gun at these things don't shoot at them let them go about their business we can't protect you so yes we do know that just like aaron rogers said these ufos are attracted to nuclear power plants nuclear uh, military bases they're attracted to our navy's nuclear fleet we've seen that over and over again and they're attracted to nuclear disasters so what's the connection between ufos and nuclear energy well we really don't know but i think we can also be sure that our government's really not going to tell us until next time this is ufo warning over (music) now